down your knives and your forks, your spoons and your sporks, and take a seat at the table of Dishcourse, the Orange Grows podcast, where we talk about food. My name is Jay. I am your host for today. I use he and they pronouns, and you might know me from podcasts such as Champs in the Making, The Marmoset Chronicles, and this one. And I am joined by some lovely people to do uh, the Lord's work here today, including Vita returning to the show after a lovely debut on our live episode recently. Hi, Vita. Hi, I'm Vida. My pronouns are she, her. You may know me from the stream forever thing where we cooked breakfast live and also from If Not Us Then Who season two. Hell yeah. And then uh, making making her debut to the show proper, but not her debut entirely to the show because she's on the god dang podcast art for it. Sabrina is here. Hello, Sabrina. Hey. Do you like to, <laughs> where, 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 what shows are you from? Where are you, what are your pronouns? How you doing? <laughs> I'm Sabrina Ray. I do a show called Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends, which is about like cool Japanese animation, anim, anime shows. And my pronouns are she, her. Excellent. We are so happy to have you here. Thanks for being here. Uh, friends, today we are gathered once again for, for, for sort of a game show, for, for a special task that we are setting off on. This, this will not be the entirety of this task in this episode, but it'll be the start of something. Uh, dear friend of the show, Rain, who's the host of They Them Theirs on the Orange Groves Network, made a wild suggestion, and as all wild ideas do, it caught my attention. Uh, the suggestion was to do a sort of podcast episode or series of episodes where we debate between hot and cold versions of food. Foods that can go either way, whether it's uh, something that you eat hot and then you put leftovers in the fridge, eat them cold, or whether it's something that has totally different applications depending on whether it's hot or cold. Uh, and we decided, okay, let's let's take this idea and go too far with it, and that's what we've done here, uh, with a bracket that we're about to create for the first ever You're Hot and You're Cold Katy Perry Cup, sponsored by They Them Theirs, because it was Rain's idea. We have a list of things here, a list of foods that can go either way, and we're going to debate, we're going to start a debate here that I imagine will take us through a few episodes uh, eventually over time, but we're going to start this debate today over uh, to figure out what is the most versatile food of this list of 16, which I will read off in a minute here, but first we need to generate this bracket, so let's click this generate it button. So, oh, oh no. Yeah, this is immediately fascinating. Um, <laughs> so, so we, we have, we have we, some things on here are specific dishes. Some are just sort of genres of food. Um, I will run this down. This is not the list in which these things were written, but uh, this is the list. This is the, 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 the matchups that we've been given by challenge.com. Uh, the number one seed, soda, versus the number 16 seed, sandwich, soda, in there. Uh, first, just because of the hot Dr. Pepper thing being funny, but uh, Vita actually brought up some interesting points about it, which we'll get to. Uh, then we have the number eight seed, pizza, versus the number nine seed, pie. Uh, the number four seed, fish, will be facing off against the number 13 seed, tea. Now I'm just thinking about what fish-flavored tea would be like, and I don't like thinking about it. The number five seed fried chicken is going up, up against the number 12 seed pasta. The number two seed cheese, or as I've written it, cheese, and then in parentheses, cheese, uh, is going up against soup. 
the number 15 seed. Number 7 seed, noodle dishes slash stir-fry, which means your pad thai, your uh, cold noodle dishes similar to that, things of that nature, uh, is going up against the number 10 seed, which is wings, your your buffalo, your barbecue, etc. Your number 3 seed, lasagna, going up against 14, the concept of potatoes, uh, whether it's Frenched fries, potato salads, etc. And then finally, uh, a wild one, the number six seed salad versus the number 11 seed coffee. Vita, Sabrina, either of you initial thoughts on these matchups we have here before us. Maybe someone could explain to me what cheese parentheses, cheese parentheses <laughs> means. It's like Vriska, Vriska. Yeah. It's, 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 uh... It's cheese. The, the, the real answer is it's a typo, but the funny answer is that cheese is just that powerful that we have to distinguish that cheese yeah. is cheese. Um, what's a, what is our most dangerous matchup here? This is interesting. That, that's, that's a good question. That's a good question. Pizza and pie are probably big on that list. Pizza, pizza and pie is good. I think fried chicken and pasta is another good one. I, I, I would say fish and tea. F- fish and tea also... Mm. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, I, I, that, that, that is a good one, um, for, for reasons that had not come up, we'll, we'll talk about cold fish, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about cold fish, um, I mean, when you're I, looking at lasagna and potato, it's like, which <laughs> do you hate more, cold? Oh, right, potato, I guess that is the question. Pota- isn't it that cold potato can make you sick? Or is it reheated that, that potato is... that can make you sick? I, I don't know. That is that is some 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 knowledge I do not possess. Um, I, I, I yeah I, I think I think that's a really good point. Noodle dishes and stir fry versus wings is a pretty strong one. There's the the the, the first and last matchups on this list are no brainers for me, but I'll but we'll see where they go. And with that, I, I guess we should just get right into it. Our number one matchup. Soda, which was put on, like like I said, because of the, the, the concept of hot Dr. Pepper had come to mind for me, which, uh, uh, soda versus sandwich. It's, it's like parts of a average American lunch are fighting each other. You've got sandwiches in all their shapes and forms, be it a cold sandwich from a, from a deli or a panini press or what have you, versus soda, which... Typically cold over ice or from the fridge, but but apparently you can do some other things with. Uh, does anyone have initial thoughts here? Oh, God. Uh, well, I think sandwich wins because I think uh, I don't understand the concept of hot Dr. Pepper and I, I don't like it. Uh, with regard to hot soda, I know that, like, people obviously drink hot Dr. Pepper. Like, there is an idea that, like, hot bo- boiled Coke, uh, especially boiled with ginger, is a cold remedy and then another cold Mm. remedy that i used to drink back when i lived in the uh in the uk is hot ribena uh if you don't know what ribena is because you are american or otherwise uninformed it's like a uh fruit drink concentrate so you put it in water you you to dilute it it's a juice it's a juice whatever and i just had it with hot water when i had a cold and it just blasted my sinuses and i felt better because it's got a lot of vitamin c and it's black currant and it just feels it feels nice and i i think that it helped cure my cold so (laughs) yeah I, i do think that hot soda is just not not a I would, I would, I think sandwich would win in this one. Here's what I think mm. of when I think of a hot soda. I think of mm. summer, 
the garage where we kept the soda. And how when uh-huh. we went out there and it was none in the refrigerator and we were out of ice, we would mm-hmm. drink it anyway. And it was uh-huh. terrible. And it yeah. was what my dad used to clean like oil off of gears and stuff in the garage. It's, <laughs> it eats away at everything. Um, I, the only time I've had hot soda, I would say, that I enjoyed it was when it was used as, uh, as uh, like a marinade for a rib or something. Yeah, that that's happened. Yeah. I, I've I've had good Dr Pepper ribs or uh, stuff like that. That that can be good. That, Jay, that 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 thing you've just described. Yes, what's up? What is it with you and hot Dr Pepper? Nothing. I just think it's funny. I've never had it. It's just a funny idea to me. Why do you? Put, um, why but, have you said that you put it on a ma- in a meat marinade? Like, is it because Dr Pepper's got uh, the one I've had at least has it has like a weird cherry taste, like complete fake cherry taste. mm Hmm. Just, yeah, I, I it's a, it's it. a thing you can find. There, there's recipes for that. I I, I want to say Sabrina, correct me if you think I'm wrong for this, but I think it's a bigger Southern thing, like where there's a lot more, a lot more barbecue happening. I feel like it's a kind of recipe that came from there. Is just yeah, like Dr Pepper or Coca Cola as an ingredient in, uh, like uh, a marinade for ribs or I don't know. Yeah, brisket I even. Like... I've, yeah. The, the, like, arrival of the Food Network and, like, the Bobby Flays of the world, like, might sure. have, like, brought some of that, like, like, hey, here's some recipes you haven't thought of, and here's some wild yeah. foods that we hadn't, like, tried before. But, like, the food science aspect of the Food Network also plays into it, and that I think that, sure. uh, that soda has all the things you need for a marinated. I don't know necessarily that you want those things, but at least, <laughs> you know, uh, it's... The difference between using like syrup or caro syrup and using, you know, high fructose syrup, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it caramelizes scientifically. It makes that. that. That's a good point. Soda. The science of soda is interesting. Like <laughs> you've got that and you've got and you've got kind of from the same era. Like the, I've known people who will make a quick way to make a cake is just like a box of cake mix and a certain amount of a soda with a flavor that would taste good in that cake mix. And then you mix that up in a bowl, maybe add something else, bake that, and you get a decent cake if you do, like, the right the right portions of things. Does that come out of, like, a financial necessity or something like that? <laughs> the one person I knew who did it thought it was quirky and fun. I and see. And she did it All because right. it was quirky and fun. I, I don't know how how universally true that is, but I, I that, that is the case I have encountered. I like to just take a soda and pour it into the cake box, just <laughs> as is. <laughs> just shake it up. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but no, Sabrina, I, I'm definitely with you on the like the warm soda having to do with just like j- just the heat of summer, like 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 similar similar to the garage thing. I just think of like going camping with my dad or something like that, and we like have a a twelve pack of some of like orange soda in the camper and I just grab one and it's I I'm a kid and I don't I don't realize how hot it's gonna be I go into the back of the camper and I grab a soda out of just like the cupboard and it's 80 degrees for some (laughs) reason and I'm like oh god this has just been in the sun what what's happened and then yeah you drink it anyway because you just you want the soda experience you don't care that it's warm at the time but then you do later. Um, we, we've talked a lot about soda and not about the sandwich. Um, the first episode of this podcast was the sandwich bracket, where we uh, 
we snake or the sandwich draft rather where we drafted sandwich ingredients to build our perfect sandwiches and there's a reason we did that it's because sandwiches are versatile a sandwich can be 25 million different things and, and and that includes both you know sandwiches that refrigerate well but also ones you eat hot versus ones you eat cold like i am i'm a big fan of like a good panini i'm a big fan of a, a good old regular cold sub i'm a big fan of Whatever, I seldom meet a sandwich I don't like, and I, I I almost don't know what to say about a sandwich here, other than that it beats fucking hot soda. It beats hot soda, and I would also say both a hot and a cold sandwich is good, except the bread cannot be cold. If the bread oh, is colder sure. than like room room temperature, if the bread is like fridge bread... Then it's just like mm. you're at a petrol station, you're tired, you yep. kind of feel like you've not slept and you're hungover at the same time, and you just grab the first thing that is the cheapest and kind of looks like it won't give you botulism. And that is what I think of when I think of like <laughs> yeah. a cold sandwich with like cold bread. I, I hate it. It's it's not great. Yeah, as long as it's not like a cold sandwich that's just been toasted in an oven with all the ingredients. As long as those cold ingredients are added after the fact, I'm okay with toasting. That's that that's that's a good point too. I I, I think sometimes having that yeah that temperature balance in a sandwich can be can be nice. I feel um, like Quiznos crossed some lines there. <laughs> So this is this is where I enter my role of being the person on the podcast and the network who is not American and lacks <laughs> so much cultural context. So I am the the straight man, I guess, if that's the phrase here, who'll be asking questions I like, guess... "What is Quiznos?" <laughs> no, you're good. It's, I it's guess great. I would assign I would assign Happy Madison Productions films to you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. To find out what Subway and Quiznos are. I know what are. Subway is. Yeah, I know Adam what Sandler Subway is. or his friends. Quiznos Anything is Subway. Adam Quiz- Sandler and his friends. There you go. Quiznos is another Subway. That is essentially what's going on there. It's another chain like that. But their okay. whole thing was like they were the first. They were the one that did toasting first, or at least loudest. Like that was like a big thing they advertised. Was like, yeah, fuck it. You can put anything on one of these things, and we'll toast it. We don't give a shit. It was like one of those little conveyor belt toasters. Yeah, yeah. Load this thing up with whatever. We'll toast it. Uh, does Quiznos also exude a very powerful and smell that kind of makes you sick if you're a lo- uh, if you're next to it for a long time, like Subway does? You know when you pass by mm. a Subway and you just get hit by the smell, or you're in a Subway. I, I have I have never eaten at Quiznos, so I am unsure. I, I know what you mean, but I've never eaten at Quiznos. Yeah, they have they have funky bread at Subway. Not gonna lie, yeah. something about it is kind of a turnoff. Yeah, it's not good cold. That's that's the one thing where it's like a, a Subway cold sandwich is not good, I would argue. I'd agree. I, I think it's pretty unanimous that sandwich goes forward. I'm logging into Challenge so I can actually edit this bracket. Next up, pizza and pie. Another another challenging one, honestly. Um, pizza, you know, I, I feel like when we like when when rain did their holy work and suggested this episode in, in the discourse channel of our, our, our Orange Groves chat. Um, cold pizza was, like, I think the first thing that came up. It was certainly one of the first ones. Uh, cold pizza, I feel like, is is a, like, ritual leftover thing for a lot of people. Uh, and then pie is an interesting one, because, like, the kinds of pies that that you eat... like that, there's there's something to pie that I hadn't thought about, and then it was suggested, and I've been thinking about hot pie versus cold pie, and I don't know actually where I land on that one, so. I mean, I love a good cold pizza, 
and pie is such a large category. But I feel it like is. you're well, so, saying like so is pizza in a way though. Pizza no, can be a lot, lot of pizza. toppings on a pizza. Pizza's pizza. A lot, <laughs> lot of toppings on one of those bad boys. Yeah, but it's not the toppings that would bother me. It's more like I mean, I can think of someone eating a slice of cherry pie cold at a diner, and I can think of them asking to have it warmed up. It feels like it's just a personal preference thing. But pizza, mm-hmm. like, it's a completely different thing you're eating. The the warm pie, the cheese extending, the, like, fresh ingredients, it's all good. But mm-hmm. there's something about that bacteria-covered slice <laughs> that's been sitting out all night. And it's the first thing you put in your mouth in the morning because you haven't gone to the grocery store or you're in college mm-hmm. and, like, you've got class and you need something to eat. And, like, I think <laughs> pizza has to have a lot of context. But if you have that context, there is nothing better. I agree, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's something of a... You're, you're hungover. You're, you, you step over three of your friends who are passed out on the <laughs> floor to get to the pizza box in the kitchen. Uh, and it's just... It, it, it looks like something happened to it overnight, like it was possessed by ghosts, but you're like, all right, I guess I'd fucking eat ghosts now. You just, you just, you just do what you gotta do. Um, yeah, it, it's also fun because when you think about it, this is pie versus pie. What is a pizza if not a type of pie in its own way? Um, um I, yeah, I, well, I, all right. <laughs> Agree to disagree. It's, it's, it's the traditional name. Um, pie, pie is a thing crust. where... It has a pie crust. is a thing. It does have a crust. Pie is a thing where there are particular kinds of pie I like: cold versus warm. Like I love cold pumpkin pie. I, I like pumpkin pie that's been in the fridge. Take that out the morning after Thanksgiving yeah. or whatever. You have a piece of that. That's Not that's that delicious. Like. That's a good breakfast. But at the same time, like a, like a, a cold apple pie, like you said, Sabrina. I think I would just want that warmed up. I love apple pie, or you know, like a, like a, like a wild berry pie or what have you. But I, I think I'd want it warmed up. I does hmm. <laughs> It, it probably doesn't, but does quiche count in pie for our purposes here? It does oh. not. Do not. No, I would say no. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's quiche. fine. It does have a pie crust was my only argument. Quiche is a not a pie. Quiche is a tart. I would not count a tart uh, in the same thing as a pie. I don't know why, but I just wouldn't. Vita, am I wrong? I'm probably about to be super wrong here, and I I refuse to apologize for it or anything I say or do. Um, it, it, are tarts typically like small, like like personal person sized, or can they be the size of a pie? That's it's a distinction we don't really have in America that much. Um, no, it's uh, it's it's not about the size; it's about how it's made. So a tart okay. is like you don't cover the top. A tart has an open top. And the pastry is usually mm, short okay. crust pastry. I'm going to blow Got your you. mind right now. Go we on. have something yeah. called key lime pie, which is totally a tart. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, pumpkin pie is a tart by that, by that metric, <laughs> right, too. Right, like, well, like there, uh, There's actually a, a pecan pie. Is There's a bunch that are, really, I guess. So my team and then Boston here... cream pie, which is a cake. <laughs> my team are feeding me through my earpiece uh, a Wikipedia entry saying that the categories of tart, flan, quiche, and pie overlap with no sharp distinctions. So pretty much we can fight about it forever, I guess. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I think all that to say that like the reason pizza is such a powerful competitor here is I can't think of a pizza that I would not happily eat cold that I would also like hot. Like I like... Any kind of pizza can be either way for me, and I will have a good time. That's Agreed. A really good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. 
And also, like, uh, you were saying about, like, coming, uh, like, having the pizza in the morning when you're hungover or you're rushing some, uh, like, somewhere and stuff. Sometimes you just like to have cold pizza. There doesn't have to be any kind of specific, yeah. you know, scenario. Although it does, it does taste better if there's a specific scenario attached to it. But sometimes you just <laughs> want a slice of cold pizza. I, I, I would yeah. vote for pizza here because I... Just it's. I mean, it's pizza. It's one of the best foods ever made. So, mm-hmm. I would also vote for pizza, and I would eliminate pie based on the fact that there's so many different types, including meat pies that would just just oh, that, wow. that shortbread crust. Not shortbread. That that um, uh, what is it called? Flaky um, pastry. Yeah, like a flaky crust. Cold is yeah. terrible. Oh no! So I wouldn't mm-hmm. want that like shortening taste in my mouth. Oh, see, now you've said now you said meat pie. I have to say that cold meat pies are very good. Um, oh well, maybe I haven't had the right one. I like I yeah. I, just, I, I had one that you pour gravy into cold, and I didn't like. It. I like the ones that are just oh. like solid meat inside. No, not not the not the gravy okay, ones. Yeah. Cold are not good. I di- I agree. That's just like not a good time in my mouth. Um, but the traditional <laughs> kind of like. British meat pies, the the kind that Mrs. Lovett made out of people in Sweeney Todd. Um, those are good. Cold. So, so what you're saying is the best kind of meat pie is the kind that is made out of people. No. <laughs> All right. It sounds like pizza moves on. I agree with you. Pie, I'm sorry to see you go so soon, pie, but it was your time. Fare thee well. Uh, it's going to be sandwich versus pizza in that round two, which will be fascinating. Uh, but for now... For now, we're gonna go down to our third matchup, which is which which feels feels very very UK at heart to me because it's fish versus tea, uh, just fish in general and tea in general. Um, I I I said something to Vita earlier that I regretted, which is that I didn't think I'd had a lot of cold fish, and then Vita immediately corrected me by reminding me of the co- the the existence of sushi, which is one of my favorite things to eat in the world. <laughs> So so that that really that really like I was like oh huh yeah you're totally right. I think this is another super difficult one because like cold fish is great uh, either if it's like raw fish or like a ceviche which I'm probably pronouncing wrong or yeah. just like not not heated up cooked fish and also tea is great because you've got iced tea you've got milk tea you've got you know regular uh, herbal tea you've got black tea you can have all of those both hot and cold and you made it hot and then you forgot about it and the mug's just been sat there uh, and it's still good. Yeah, that's interesting because fish doesn't taste good when it's in between hot and sushi. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that, like that's weird a fair point. Room temperature area. Like if you just left a fish out and had it cold, I don't think it would be mm. a very good food. I yeah. feel like that's a mm. knock against it. Uh, but tea, as you said... It, it can, like, co- sort of transform from one to the other. But then again, like... Uh, another, another... Sorry. No, if, you, ahead, sorry. if you make, like, a... Like a fuck, like a black tea, like a Yorkshire tea or a PG tips or whatever um, with milk and stuff and, and you leave it and then it gets cold, then that's disgusting. That Then you drink that only because... Oh, sure. You know, you know only because you, you have to or you're forcing yourself to so you can empty it. In, inside your yeah, mouth rather true. than into the sink because you need to make another hot cup. I don't know. That's true. That's, 
That's a good point. We're talking about cold versus hot. Another thing about heat is like, how good do some things reheat? might come into this which that's that's the thing with pizza is the reason pizza's good cold just go back to it is like because the alternative is five different ways to reheat pizza none of which will get you what you want i feel like fish kind of has the same thing where if you if you have like a a, a fried fish or a whatever if if that gets lukewarm microwaving fish is like one of the worst things you can do to any food it turns it rubbery and gross the smell just like it smells like you're in a a a, a a, a fishing town where someone died. Like it's just <laughs> awful. Whereas, whereas tea, tea, I feel like has an ease of getting right. Like if I, if I don't have like my electric kettle or a, a kettle to put on the stove, if I need to just like, if I need to just microwave a mug of hot water and then put a tea bag in it, that'll still get me decent tea. It won't be the same, but it'll still be decent. And I, I, I appreciate that about tea as well. I was about um, to quit the podcast, Jay, because I thought for a second that you were going to say, oh, <laughs> you know, when your cup of tea gets cold, you can just pop it in the microwave and reheat it. And I was about to leave this no. call. Okay. okay no, good. no. Well, no, I, at, at that point, to your point, what I would do is just put it in a glass with a little bit of ice and commit it to being cold. Like, commit, turn it into iced tea. <laughs> It's, 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 you know, and it's still, I do that with coffee too. And it's, it's still not quite the same as like one that you purposefully made for that temperature from the beginning, but it works. I, I might go tea, like iced tea is one of the most refreshing things on earth to me. Uh, Sabrina, you mentioned how soda reminds you of hot summers. Tea reminds me of hot summers. Cause like any, like, like oh, yeah. so many memories of summer jobs, like where it's just too hot out and I'm working at a theme park or like a restaurant where with not good air conditioning or whatever, like iced tea for whatever reason is the thing that got me through a lot of long days. <laughs> it's just oh. like cracking open a bunch of bottles of that behind the counter at the cafe I worked at or whatever. In the American South, the, the, the sweet tea is just pervasive. Oh, sure. It's everywhere. It's, yeah. And yeah. it's, they use like a simple syrup on it. So it doesn't get like a grainy sugary texture. It's fantastic. Mm. It's really also probably a cause of tea. diabetes, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 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 disgustingly sweet down there. It's it's I I, I definitely have kind of a low ceiling for how sweet I, I like stuff to be, and oh my god, it's it's kind of putrid to me, but I respect it. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I I think tea is great. I also like. In college, uh, big things of like Arnold Palmer uh, Arizona iced tea were one of the cheapest things to buy to mix with alcohol, <laughs> and so right, there's right. that that just memory I wanted to share. But yeah, I, I don't know. At the same time, like I, I think we I think we have something that's easy to transform between the two temperatures and something that's difficult too, but that is still delicious in both forms. Like a, a hot fish fry is delicious. I fucking love sushi. My like one of my favorite restaurants on earth is just an all you can eat sushi place. Uh, kind of a little ways away from me. That's that's really good. That's run by people who really know what they're doing. I I don't know. I I'm on the fence. I think I'm leaning more towards tea, but I'm still not a hundred percent. Is this I'm... a case where I have to ask you both, like, if you could only have one forever, which would you choose, sushi or your tea? It would be tea for me, just because I love tea so much. Uh, both like warm. Uh, it, it warms you up when it's very cold and it cools you down when it's very very hot like I love bubble tea and I love just a regular cup of tea with sugar and milk but also I, Jay was talking about how much he loves sushi and I was I'm thinking like we went to this extremely posh restaurant in Shanghai and we got sashimi and what they did is they brought like a giant fucking bowl 
full of ice, like overflowing with ice. And it just had slices of raw fish put on the ice. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it was so good. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I went to New York to have sushi um, at a place called Yasuda Sushi. It was kind of famous at the time. But uh, it's extremely expensive, and we sat at the corner table, so the chef was right there, and I tried to order tea with my sushi, and he's like, no, you can't. <laughs> so he was he was deciding this matchup for you years ago. Yeah. 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 He decided the matchup for me. But you know what? <laughs> I think I would choose tea, honestly. That's my vote. Damn. Yeah, my Damn. Too. All right, so we're, y- y- y'all are both leaning tea. I, I will be the fish vote. I'll, I'll be the fish vote just for the sake of having one. Cause I, I think it is a really strong matchup. I I think, both, like, like again, tea is to be celebrated for how easily you can get it to be really good in either state. And the fish just like excels in completely different ways. If it's cold, if it's if it's sashimi on those big pieces of ice like you were talking about, versus if it's just here's here's a big piece of salmon off the grill. Like oh my god. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll be the fish supporter, but T moves on. Congratulations to T. You've done it again. Um, we, I, we, 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 uh, I'm curious how long we go on this next one. Cause this is, this is one that is near and dear to me. This is, this is another one that's difficult for me, but I, I'm, I'm curious where we go on it. Next up, we have fried chicken, our number five seed versus pasta, our number 12 seed. Um, fried chicken. I, I, I think fried chicken we're talking about leftovers with fried chicken, conceivably. So I, I feel like how good fried chicken is out of the refrigerator is a really good test to the quality of that fried chicken. I feel like bad fried chicken will just become this weirdly sort of glummy mess in the fridge. Whereas I've had ones that do like keep up a good consistency and like and like still taste good cold. I feel like it really depends. Yeah, fried chicken uh, is is not good because I don't want to eat that skin when it's cold. I want to eat it when it's hot. Okay, that's uh, fair. I'll eat the chicken, though. I'll eat the chicken inside. And I might even eat, like, a chicken salad if they just took the fried chicken and chopped it up with the with the breading on it. But oh. I don't know. Like, I think that, that I think that it's because it congeals with the oil and stuff. And I'm probably, like, totally contradicting myself with the pizza thing, though. So, you know, but... To me, the skin no. is not going to be as good. Well, to, to, to your point, though, because I, I don't think you're contradicting yourself. With pizza, the difference is you've got that crust at the bottom that, if it's a good pizza, pr- protects you from, from like, getting oil all over your hands or whatever. Uh, you know, like, fried chicken is just inherently a super fucking messy food. And I think, to your point, it being in the refrigerator can actually kind of accentuate that in a weird way. So I've had so many types of different fried chicken. So I think for me, this is a pie situation where like there's fried chicken there's, that's good cold. And that would be the kind of type of fried that you make for, say, a chicken Kiev when you've got uh, like an egg wash and breadcrumbs and stuff. So that keeps cold very good. That reminds me of like going hiking with my family and packing a bunch of uh, that kind of fried chicken and unpacking it when we get to the place where we were hiking to and just having like eggs and like um, hard boiled eggs and fried chicken and I don't know, peppers and eating that for lunch. Uh, But then like chicken karage or... Uh, Korean fried chicken or American fried chicken, eating that cold, 
I don't know. Like, I would say no, because it wouldn't be like you make the batter with um, like either cornstarch or something else. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking right now, but it just doesn't it doesn't it lacks the crunch completely when it gets cold and it's just like kind of soggy. I don't I'm not, yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, no, I, I uh, think about breaded chicken and like in a breaded cutlet sandwich or something like that. Like that kind of changes how I think of it. Is fried chicken and breaded chicken not the same thing? No, I just no, wasn't. I, I think it, I, I, just I was think thinking, it is. I was purposes. thinking when he said fried chicken that yeah. it was like the southern fried chicken, like or the the, the Korean fried right. chicken. Like I thought it was like specifically that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's both. But a breaded cutlet I, I, is fried chicken, so I don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, let, let's, let's leave fried chicken for a minute and pivot over to pasta. When we're talking about pasta cold, we can be talking about a couple of things. We can talk about pasta salad or just, I may, some people will eat fucking cold spaghetti with sauce. Like, like, so I, I, I think that's gross personally, but that's a me thing. What are we thinking of when we think of, of the range of pastas here? What do we think? I think if you made it to eat cold, it's fantastic. If you made it to eat hot mm-hmm. and didn't reheat it, it's terrible. Because what happens if yeah. you, like, if the hot hot sauce and hot pasta starts cooling down, then it'll congeal. Um, that's just mm-hmm. a thing that happens. That's just science. And I, I hate that. Um, and the, one of the worst <laughs> things... Science. <laughs> one, I hate science. We are a firmly the... anti-science podcast. <laughs> One of the worst I want a things... t-shirt that says science ruined my lunch. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the worst uh, sense memories I have is sitting on the metro, minding my own business, and a man sat like several seats uh, away from me, opens a giant Tupperware full of pasta and starts eating it with a fork. And it was just cold pasta and it smelled Ugh. so strongly that it filled the entire metro car and it wasn't a good smell um so i but i love a good cold pasta salad very 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 much i i I used to not be a pasta salad person and then i i grew up and had some pasta salads that made me realize i had just had bad pasta salad as a kid (laughs) like it's pasta salad and potato salad i feel like have kind of gone through the ringer in America where you can you can have ones that are really nice and well made and then you have ones that are just starch and mayonnaise and so much mayonnaise that it's it feels mm. like more mayonnaise than anything else. But a good pasta salad where it's like oil and vinegar and some seasonings and maybe it's one with those little chunks of salami in it that they do sometimes. Uh, yeah, a, a good a good pasta salad like that you'd get by by the half pound or by by the the quart at a deli or whatever. That is that is top tier. Um, but yeah, yeah, to your point, I, I the, the texture of pasta or anything like that cold, it has to be in the right circumstances. So I'll, I'll do it with a, if it's a pasta salad, but like cold spaghetti or cold whatever really like actively grosses me out. It like sets off some kind of fuck off receptor in my brain. I can't do it. Cold yeah, spaghetti. it actually it's uh, a with fight this. or flight response. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cold spaghetti with like a a, a not marinara that's basically just ketchup oh, is a thing oh. that they serve with like a set meal in Japan. And I will never look at pasta cold the same way again because I it's always that. terrible. Oh, is it? Okay. And I I I mean for me, it yeah. personally, it's just it's not offensively terrible. It's just something that 
It was always there, and I never wanted it. Uh, it taunts me. <laughs> it is there to mock you. Yeah, basically. It laughs at you. <laughs> oh my god. See, um, I think for this, I, I would actually vote for pasta, because fried chicken, when it's bad, it is so bad, and then, like, my whole day is ruined. Uh, and I can't reheat it because when I reheat it, this is again, the microwave, uh, conversation. When I reheat fried chicken in the microwave, it's, it, it doesn't make it better. It just makes it still bad, but warm. Uh, <laughs> sure. So. Yeah, the, the, the best the best thing you can do to reheat fried chicken is put it in the toaster oven if you, or, or an oven if you want to, but even then, or, or I guess you could like, I don't know, you could put it on the stove in a pan and try and make that work. But yeah, it, it, much like pizza, there's no way to... You're not... It's not coming back. You're not going to bring it back to what it once was. Yeah, yeah. You have to accept loss. <laughs> you have to accept that... You have to move on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'd go pasta just because, like... I, I don't even have pasta salad very often. It's not really something I go for. But if, you know, if, if I happen to, a good one... That's like well made. I think I think goes goes above me on. I, I love a good hot fried chicken. I love a fried chicken sandwich. I even I even really like. I've had some like uh, vegan substitute fried like imitation fried chicken that's been really good from a couple places. Like fried fried chicken's delicious. I'm 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 going to visit a friend in Tennessee in a couple months and we will do an episode on Nashville hot chicken while I'm down there. But I I don't think fried chicken has a place in the cold food world. So I am going with pasta for this. I'm going to go against pasta just because I'm not a fan of pasta salads, really. So I would say I would rather eat fried chicken, but I'm the sole vote, so it already goes to pasta, so. No, that, that's fair. And again, like, pasta salad does have a lot of, like, I'm with you in that I've had some really dog shit pasta salads. Sometimes you get ones where it's just, like, the pasta's overcooked and just sort of squished up with everything else. Like, it, it, pasta salad can go wrong in a lot of ways. That's because not everyone knows how to... Not everyone knows how to cook pasta right. A lot of people overcook it or whatever. And then you put that texture in with the rest of it and you're just, you're, you're basically eating something that's one step away from being pureed. If, if it's a cold pasta salad that has circumvented those common issues, great. That's called the uh, company retreat style pasta salad. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh my god. So it sounds like it sounds like pasta moves on then. We've been we've been going for about 40 minutes here. I feel like we are at the point where we have done an episode of Dishcourse. Uh thank you. Thank you so much to both of you for joining me for this inaugural part of the inaugural you're hot or Sabrina, is it you're hot or you're cold? You're hot then you're cold? It's you're hot. Sometimes I feel like maybe you're a little cold and I wish that I knew why. I don't. I don't think that's how the the songstress Katy Perry sings it. But uh, I mean, Sabrina has a PhD, I, I so I would trust her. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry for doubting you. Um, Thank you. As 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 the Dr. bard herself, <laughs> as as the bar as the bard Katy Perry once wrote, uh, "You're hot, and then over time you become cold. You're yes." And then, however, you are no. I don't know the rest of the lyrics, so I can't do more of this joke. Oh my god. Uh, you've been listening to another episode of Discourse. Thank you both uh, so much for being part of this. Uh, a thing we do at the end of episodes of this podcast is 
I ask whoever's on if they want to shout out whether it's a restaurant or a recipe, a thing they've made at home or someone has made for them, uh, something in the food world that has brought them joy that they would like to, or the concept of a food, whatever it is, something in the food world that's brought them joy and and and, and nourishment of the body and the soul that they would like to shout out as we sort of uh, close out here. Uh, there is a Japanese restaurant near me called Tawara that does an amazing uh, Korean-style uh, short rib, fried, deep-fried, and it's in a banh mi bun with, like, a little bit of spicy mayo. It's, it's so... That sounds delicious. That sounds perfect. Vita, would you like to uh, to shout out some kind of thing? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to pick the very expensive hipster option, although I did have delicious brunch today. <laughs> um, but there is a Vietnamese place uh, in Helsinki, which is where I live, called Boba Chick. And they do a lot of really good bubble tea and they do a banh mi with a chashu pork, which I pronounced wrong. I'm very sorry, but like a marinated pork banh mi sandwich. And it is life-changingly good amazing hell, hell, hell yeah uh i'll 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 go kind of in the same realm and shout out uh wasabi in saratoga springs which is just a fabulous all-you-can-eat sushi place where you get to eat free on your birthday so me and like three different friends of mine whenever it's any of our birthdays we are eating a large amount of sushi and takoyaki and sashimi and all sorts of delicious fare thank you both so much for joining me as always don't forget to tip your waiters and leave uh, post all your your food pictures on yelp and as always, goodbye. I'm still working on an outro for this podcast. Just shout out hot dogs. I wish I had some ice cream with plenty of chocolate syrup on top of it. Maybe with cream. Oh man, that sounds so good right now you're hot then you're cold is that what it is i don't fucking all right i'm a Katy perry historian <laughs> oh okay you're, you're lucky you have me <laughs> what was your what yeah, part of Katy perry's uh career was your phd on uh i i chose the witness era because mm-hmm. of how poorly it fared <laughs> Oh, fair enough, yeah.